welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hello. I am just coming off of the adrenaline of Taylor Swift's album announcement. Guys, here's the thing. I... I do not recognize myself when I am a Swifty, okay? Like, all, literally until Eras Tour, I was, well, I wasn't anti. I loved folklore. I loved, I didn't really like Evermore, but I loved folklore. That was, like, my first introduction into Swifty Dumb, but I didn't like any of her other stuff. And then when everybody was post, I just get excited when other people are excited. It's like I buy into the hype easily. And so... I just feel like I need to give a disclaimer that, like, if you are a hater, trust me, I get it. I actually get being a hater more than I get being a lover, but something happens and something will switch in you. Maybe it will never switch in you, but something switched in me in the beginning of uh, last year. Um, I guess it was, I don't know when her tour started, but I'm a full-on Swifty now. Something that's interesting that I'm trying to, like, justify (laughs) with my obsession is, so my personality son in human design um is all about commitment and like being devoted to things and I honestly feel like I'm happier when I have an obsession like this like I am literally happier I can feel it in my body it creates energy like I don't know so that's how I'm justifying it and usually for me it's like with a guy like it's some sort of like for the longest time and this is so jacked up and like misogynistic and whatever I'm just super boy crazy I've always been super boy crazy but I never really liked girl artists because I didn't like that I couldn't have like a crush on them not that I couldn't but like I I don't think I'm very bisexual (laughs) I mean you guys didn't know you were turning on this to listen to me talk about my sexuality yeah um but I've just I've never like felt the same feelings for girls that I feel for boys and so I never really like liked girl artists because of that but I'm here to tell you that it's actually so much more fun to fangirl over like a a woman artist because if if you're straight because I don't have like the heartache like I don't have this like this heaviness around it that I would have (laughs) I'm dramatic I'm dramatic you shouldn't be surprised by this but I wouldn't have this like heaviness in my heart over like you know, Justin Bieber and like, I'm obsessed with him and I love him and I want to marry him, but he doesn't know I exist. Like with when you're fangirling over a girl, if you're not like, um, sexually into them and want to marry them, which I would with Taylor, (laughs) if we're being honest, it's gone so far of an obsession that it's turned to that. But it's actually just really fun because it's really inspiring. It just like inspires me to step more into my power. So all of that to say, Tonight was the Grammys. She announced a brand new album. Everybody thought she was going to announce Reputation um, because she's like kind of been teasing it for like the longest time. And she announced a literal brand new album coming out April 19th. It's called, now I've already forgotten the name. It's like the most stunning name ever. Something Poet Department. The Tortured Poets Department. I think it's called that. It's so stunning. I'm ready to (laughs) rebrand. everything I do to already be that vibe I feel like that's already the vibe I want my brand to give 
but then I get like a little kooky. <laughs> it doesn't come across. But anyways, I was just over at Lexi's and we were watching the Grammys. And you know what? We've put our back into like these clues, aka we watched the entire VMAs because she showed up wearing like a very rep era outfit. And also, if you're not a Swifty, you're probably like, what are all the things that you're talking about? I know. I won't talk about this for very long, okay? This isn't what the podcast is about. I just need to get this off my chest. But we watched the whole VMAs. Nothing happened. Um, I've kind of just, at this point, like, kind of not given up, but I'm just like, Swifties are crazy, and you're turning a conspiracy out of everything. Not a conspiracy, but, like, you're thinking everything is a hint, and the real hints are only hints about, like, 10% of the time, and, like, I can't go through the roller coaster the other 90% of the time that it's, like, just weird shit that they've made up. But anyways, tonight, she won a Grammy, and she announced a brand new album, so it's so exciting. I feel like I have pet back in my step. I started crying. Not like a full-on sob, but I had tears. Lexi started crying later. <laughs> she posted, if you're listening to this live, you should go watch the video that she posted on her stories, because it's so funny. Um, but I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm feeling good about that. But I wanted to record a podcast before it went too long in between this experience that I had over this weekend. Before I get into it, I want to say, I'm going to talk about a mushroom trip that I had. Mushrooms are illegal. I'm not telling you to do mushrooms. Also, I've done a lot of mushrooms. Like, I do mushrooms often. It is, it is my medicine. <laughs> and I'm not even like the type of person to say something like that, but like truly mushrooms, it's, cha they've changed my life so much. Like I, yeah, just so much of like my anxiety. They're really good for neurodivergent brains. I'm not going to explain all the science behind it because I actually don't know, <laughs> but you can go research the science behind mushrooms if you haven't already researched it. And I'm talking about magic mushrooms like psilocybin. So before I get into that, there illegal like they're they're not legal to buy I do have places you can buy them but maybe this is all hypothetical <laughs> if I go to jail for mushrooms like that's just part of my journey you know what I mean um and also this is not like medical advice this is just me explaining my experience of what happened so this weekend <clears throat> I kind of go through phases where I feel like every other weekend I'll do a little a little mushroom trip and sometimes it's as simple as like not a ton so oh what's going on oh it looked like my phone was pausing I was like no <laughs> anyways um so to explain kind of the dosage like a microdose will be everything between 0.15 grams to 0.35 grams I can feel even 0.15 grams like I'm super sensitive to mushrooms which is insane when I tell you how much I took this weekend but I'm super duper sensitive I'm sensitive to everything like I'm I can I can drink a lot, but I'm also really sensitive to it. I also don't know if just, like, my mind knows what it feels like to be drunk. And so as soon as I taste alcohol, it's like, okay, we're drunk. Like, and I'm not trying to at all. It's really interesting. Um, but with mushrooms, I feel like even, like, the tiniest amount, I still kind of feel it. So I microdose. I take half of a microdose, like, half of 0.15 if I'm wanting to microdose. And it kind of feels like Adderall to me, but without, like, the intensity around it. I just feel super productive on it. 
which that's not everybody's experience. I also want to say this too, like everyone has such different experiences with mushrooms. I don't think they're a scary, a scary thing to experiment with, but maybe you're going to disagree when you hear my experience because it was actually, it was really, it was really intense. It was the most intense experience I've ever had on any sort of psychedelic. I also want to say I'm not super big into the psychedelic world. And I think that's actually why I really like mushrooms is because they don't feel they don't feel spiritual to me. And I know some people are going to have a different experience with that, but a lot of like the psychedelic world, it's very like ceremonial, which is stunning and beautiful. It's just not my thing. Like I, I'm a much more loose and I like to be looser with it. Like I want to feel, I don't know. I just don't think I've ever been somebody who even in like church, like I was a believer when I was religious, I was a believer, but I hated like seriousness around it. Right. So I like mushrooms because they feel very like troll energy. Like it kind of feels just like, like, I don't know. It feels very, I think the thing that they've helped me the most with is actually like non-dualistic thinking and just realizing like there's not no right or wrong like everything is just an experience so all of that to say every couple of weekends I will do a bigger dose so like a social dose could be one to two grams and you'll hear different information from everyone who does mushrooms people will tell you different things I've heard a social dose is like one to two grams. If I do two grams of mushrooms, like I'm tripping, like I'll be like hallucinating. Um, but the hallucinating is different than any other psychedelic. Um, it just doesn't feel as intense for me. It's much more wiggly. I would say how to describe how mushrooms feel for me is it feels so safe and it feels like a warm hug. Like whenever I feel it coming on, it just feels like a hug that is like, it feels like putting an anxiety blanket on me. It just grounds me. And like, I'm not even the type, I'm not a hugger. Like I, I don't like hugs. I can hug people like, but it's not something that like I enjoy. And so it's really interesting. It feels like maybe what to a normal person a hug would feel like. It just feels so safe to me. Um, so over the weekends, I will usually take like two-ish every other weekend and it kind of just resets me. That's what I literally think about it as is it's like a reset. And I also will say like most of my experiences with mushrooms haven't been these insane journeys. Like, yes, I will like trip and I'll have thoughts and I'll have breakthroughs or whatever. But the reason I really like mushrooms, first of all, I think they're really fun. It's, it's my favorite type of high. I don't really drink. I don't like weed. I don't do any other drugs. Like mushrooms for me is just like, it, it makes me feel like I am like unmasking and just being my true self. And so I like how I feel when I'm on them. But what I really love the most about mushrooms is how I feel after doing them. And that is something that I haven't been able to find in any other substance after every single substance, even weed. The next few days, I'm like so irritable, so grumpy, so like, I don't know, just ragey. Like I get really... I just don't do well after any other substance or I get super duper depressed and like a hopeless feeling. I get that feeling even with like, um, antihistamines, like allergy medication. I'm so sensitive to it. I can't take allergy medication or I literally get like suicidal after. And I do want to give like another trigger warning. Well, I guess the first trigger warning, there's going to be talk about suicide on this, not actual suicide, but suicidal thoughts. So I just want to say that before I go into this. Um, but so my body is super duper sensitive and 
I don't even remember why I was saying that. Oh, because I love mushrooms because even if I don't do anything like specifically like go into the journey of like, I'm going to heal this thing. I've actually never really gone into a journey with that intention. I think my intention is usually just like feeling, you know, overwhelming amounts of self-love and maybe that's why I've always had really good experiences with it it's either to like have fun or experience self-love um because that's just what has always sounded fun to me with like that's always what has called to me with this type of experience so anyways on Friday I had for the first time in a while I like didn't really have anything going on in the weekend and I haven't done them in a while and I could just feel I can feel myself when I start to like kind of just it almost feels like I'm like clenching like my whole body is clenching and I'm like okay I need to do some mushrooms um and it's very like I've I it's been a very intuitive process like I said none of it has been scary for me but I also am very grounded when I'm in mushrooms and some people feel the opposite way so I say experiment if you're called to it start small um but in my opinion mushrooms are harmless (laughs) they're very helpful they're the opposite of harmless so oh my gosh that was so creepy I'm recording this in my driveway and there's like two kids it's nighttime and in the town home across the street from me, there's a huge window and there's two kids just standing in it. And I like, didn't see them there. And I was confident it was a ghost anyways. Um, so on Friday night, I didn't have much going on and I had these new truffles that I was excited to try that I hadn't tried yet. And like sometimes edibles, I mean, it's this way with weed too. Like edibles can feel more strong than like just taking the mushrooms themselves. Normally I will take like a capsule or just chew up the actual mushroom. Um, but these were like truffles and they're called euphoria. And I was really excited to try them, but I was actually kind of scared, which is not normal for me. Not scared, but like I knew it needed to be a certain experience like I like really wanted to be able to fully go into the journey um something else is I usually do mushrooms in the morning like I usually do them Saturday mornings and I don't really know why I think I just hate because mushrooms keep you awake they're they're like an energizing thing and so I hate when you take them at night and this happened when I did it but like you literally can't sleep and you could feel exhausted but like you cannot sleep and so I prefer to do it during the day because then I'm not having to like fight off the exhaustion But I think anytime you do anything at night, you just go a little bit deeper. I mean, you're going to go deeper into the shadow because it's like literally night, right? So I did it Friday night and I took three grams, which is three grams is the most I've ever taken. Um, That for me, three grams is like a crazy trip. And they say, I think they say three grams and up is a hero's journey. Two grams to me has felt like a hero's journey, but I've never experienced anything like I experienced on Friday night. So I took three grams and I was like literally being casual with it. Like I posted on my Instagram story, if you saw this, that I was watching Midnight Gospel and I was like reading Gene Keys and I literally like thought it was just going to be like a casual, really good night. Like I was like, I deserve this. I've been working so hard. Um, I was going to like try to write an email and stuff. And I was like, no, just like let yourself have a night off. So I was like thinking it was just going to be like this, like peaceful dancing around in my room, reading, watching TV type situation. So it gets to be like an hour in I'm watching midnight gospel, which by the way, if you've never watched midnight gospel, it's a cartoon on Netflix, but it is not, it is not a cartoon. (laughs) It's otherworldly. Like it is 
so amazing. It, especially after this trip, I'm like, this is literally a manual to living. Like, this is a manual to existing. It is so good. I've always been obsessed with it. It's not just because I watched it when I was high. But something that happens to me is when I watch, like, interesting, like, like a Pixar movie or something that kind of has psychedelic images when I'm high, it actually feels less crazy. I'm curious if any of you guys have had the same experience, but I feel like when you're in that realm, you see these crazy visuals and you're like, oh yeah, that's normal. Versus when you're sober and you see the crazy visuals, you're like, whoa, what the heck is going on? And so I wasn't exper- experience or expecting Midnight Gospel to be anything different. But as I watched it, and I've been watching it again, and I literally swear to you, I saw a different TV show than I've ever seen. Like, I saw a show that felt like, like, it felt like I was watching it between the lines. And it was a million times more calm, and they were saying things I've never heard before. And it was just crazy and so inspiring. I watched this one episode that was actually about like tripping kind of and I was watching it and I watched it like three times because I was like this is insane. Like it, it just felt so informational. It felt like I kept like thinking like this is like watching a documentary. This is insane. So I was watching that and then I had this feeling <laughs> that I should take more mushrooms and I do want to say this. I didn't know how many milligrams these truffles were until after, which I will say I'm a little bit reckless. Like I I think because I have had such good experiences with mushrooms and I feel so safe with them, I don't like really worry about like how much is in them or how much I'm taking or whatever. But I for some reason thought the entire box was three grams. And so there was four truffles in the box. So I had already taken three grams. And then I just like was like, I should just take another. Like I feel so good. Like I might as well go deeper. And it's really interesting when you're on mushrooms because I almost feel like my higher self is like operating the situation like I was watching myself unravel it and I was like I'm it wasn't in a scary way though I was like I'm not choosing to do this right now my my higher self is like doing it (laughs) like I was watching my hands unwrap it and I was like this is so interesting like I I didn't have the thought that I should do this I'm just doing it and that sounds like very like addictive and scary but it wasn't I don't know how to describe it so I did that And then I did another one. So at this point, I'm six grams in. And I really didn't know I was was that far in. So things progressed, whatever. Like a mushroom trip usually lasts six hours. Um, And I feel like the come up for me is really, really fun. Like the first few hours, I'm feeling so good. Music sounds so good. Like I'm just vibing. And then you'll like peak and then you come down off of it. So at the peak, and I don't even remember the process that I got to this point in the journey, but I like have a few things. I mean, as we always do, some things that I'm like stressed out about in life right now and like a lot of different random things and not even things that I'm genuine, like, like stressed out in a bad way, but just that I'm thinking about and I may be worrying about and I'm trying to plan and overthinking. And so there was this point where something happened, something clicked. And in my mind, I was like, this is all made up. Like literally all of this is made up. None of this is real. And this wasn't in a like, everything's everything's fake. Nothing's fake. Like it wasn't in a fun type of way. Um, it was in a really 
scary out of body type of way and I don't want to say scary because I didn't feel scared it was it was just really real like I was like none of this is real and I was in my room I usually do it in my room because I just feel really safe in there and I I just like to do it in there I was in my room and I was like this room is not real and it like started like disintegrating but it was still like kind of holding form it almost looked like it was um like it was a hologram and I was like I've created all of this and I get to say when it's over and (laughs) in my mind like this this these truffles that I had taken um I was like this this was my exit like that I didn't realize that I was exiting but this was like my goodbye like this was like closing the chapter this was you know the the end of it all and I have been suicidal before in the past and I haven't been feeling it lately but I do think that one of the things that I feel a lot when I'm like super overwhelmed is I'm just like oh I just wish it was all over I wish I didn't have to think about this I wish I didn't have to have to think about that I wish I didn't have to show up in this way like I just get really overwhelmed and that's always like my go-to thought is like I just wish it was all over and so it was like that happened and at first it was really exciting because I was like oh my god like we are creating what we're seeing like it was kind of like the most basic manifestation thing right like it's like we are god we can create our lives we are the creator we get to decide whatever we want and it was really exciting and i was like i understand why because mushrooms i mean there's so many studies about how mushrooms have like healed depression and i was like i understand why this is healing for people because you get to this place and it's like you literally know how limitless everything is like and how limitless you are and that's what i want to say that i really love about mushrooms is it's very for me my experience has been very me centered like it's it's not about an external being it's not about my guides it's it's zero percent spiritual actually i would say which that's i mean i could say that's debatable because i think everything is spiritual but it feels much more grounded it feels much more metaphysical and less spiritual and I know people could argue that those are both the same things but I think you maybe know what I'm talking about like I don't feel more connected to my guides or more connected to God or more connected to external objects when I do mushrooms I feel so connected to myself and I think that's why I don't really like doing them with other people I've done them with other people before but it doesn't like I love doing them on my own because I just like I don't know. It's just this greatest coming home feeling to like who I am. Um, and so anyways, it started out really good. And then somewhere along there, it took a turn and I was like, this is all fake. And then I, I was like, the retreat isn't happening. And I was like, the, there was, there's a couple other projects that I'm like stressed out about finishing and deadlines and whatever. And I was like, I don't have to worry about those anymore. And it was like this weirdest neutrality around it all. Um, and I was like thinking about things I was trying to manifest and I was like, I'm never going to be able to build my dream house. Cause it was literally like in my mind, I was dying and not dying in the way of like, <sighs> it's so hard to explain what happens in this because it kind of feels, it's like a dream. It's like trying to explain a dream, but it's so real when it happens. And it's so, when you're in it, it changes everything. But then when you're listening to somebody talk about it, you're like, cool, <laughs> because you didn't experience it so it doesn't feel the same but I'm still gonna tell you my story maybe this maybe this episode is more like a scrapbook so I can look back on this um 
But I was like, the retreat isn't happening. I don't have to worry about the deadlines. I don't have to worry about like paying taxes. I don't like literally all these things that I've been thinking about and stressing about. I was like, I never have to think about that again. And at first I was spiraling and I was like kind of sad. I was like, I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to do. And then there was like this moment of peace. And I was like, I can finally exhale. And then I would start to panic. And then there was a like a feeling of this is the freedom that you've been chasing. Because I feel like I, I always am chasing like this this imaginary idea of freedom. Like, it's like, I just want to be free. I don't want anything on my schedule. I don't want to have to worry about anything. I want to have enough money that I don't have to think about anything and I can buy whatever the fuck I want. And it was just like this, like, this is the ultimate feeling of freedom. Like, fill it. And so it, it feels like I closed my eyes and I was just like floating in the quantum realm. I don't know. I was just like literally floating with no connections and I came out of it. And I was like, I'm totally free. And then I was like, everyone in my life, because I started getting really excited to like tell my friends about this experience and my family about this experience. And then I was like, if everything's pretend, like everyone in my life isn't real. And if I'm about to check out of this experience, like I'm never going to see anybody again. And I just start like bald over every single person, like cried harder than I've ever cried before. And I'm not really, I'm not a crier and I'm not even really a crier in like on psychedelics. I know for some people they'll like have a big emotional release that happens for me sometimes, but not often. And I was like curled up in the fetal position in my bed, just like crying. And I literally, it was like, this is the end, but it wasn't just like, this is the end. Like it was like, Everybody that you've been interacting with isn't real in your life. Everybody, like, this has all been something that you've created in your mind, which is kind of a mind fuck. Um, <laughs> that part was like a little bit of a trip, but it all ends up being fine because obviously I'm here and I'm alive and I'm talking <laughs> about it on my podcast. Um, but then it came, I, I grieved everybody. I grieved my dogs. I actually even feel like that was really important because literally in my mind, I'm like, I do not know what will happen when my dogs die. Like, I do not know how I will survive that. I don't know. Like, it sounds like literally the most gut-wrenching, like, horrible experience I'll ever have to go through. And like, I literally went through that. Like, it was as real as this car that I'm sitting right now, is this phone that I'm talking into. Like, it was so real and I fully grieved like every single person in my life dying and I was just like it was this idea of freedom that I had been chasing that like I actually didn't want and so anyways I was I kept being like so afraid to go to sleep because I was like that's it. Like I, it's all going to be over as soon as I close my eyes and drift out of it. And it, then I would just have this feeling of like, you get to stay here as long as you want. You get to stay here as long as you want. You don't have to leave before you're ready. Um, so I was just like sitting for hours, grieving everybody, grieving my life, grieving it, having to go grieving like freedom actually like I I was like I don't want this like I don't want this freedom I don't want also this like ultimate control also um like realizing that I had literally created every bit of it and it was just me and it was all a reflection of me and there was no other co-creation from other forces or other people um felt really sad and really not fun 
And I've actually, I've been talking about this a little bit on threads, but I've, I've really realized how much like my avoidance attachment style is holding me back in a lot of places. And I'm in my healing era, <laughs> AKA I'm like, I'm opening myself up to love. I'm learning how to be loved. I'm, I'm just really like, I don't know. I feel like I'm ready. And so I really think that this whole trip was like kind of showing me what because sometimes I think like if I just had to worry about me I would be okay and I even do it with like my dogs which it feels even so jacked up to say but sometimes I feel like overwhelmed about the responsibility of my dogs like responsibility is such a hard word for me and it feels so heavy and I feel so incapable of it sometimes um and so even with my dogs sometimes I'll be like it's so hard to like you know, I travel a lot in finding a dog sitter and just like the weight. I don't know. It's not even something logical. It was like a subconscious weight of having to carry all of this and having to carry a business and keep that going. And, um, and so it's like, I felt this ultimate freedom in this lightness. It was so light and I didn't want to be there. <laughs> I literally didn't want to be there. Like I was like, I want to be back in my life. I really want to be like, I really want to create an amazing life for myself, which sounds dumb to say, cause it's like, of course, but I also think that's a little bit of the place that my avoidance shows up is like thinking it's going to be super hard to get where I want to go. Cause I want to get to crazy places, like not just like, you know, a million dollar business. Like I want to have a crazy business. <laughs> that means like hundreds of millions I don't know like whatever the fuck who fucking cares and I think that's what like also this trip every mushroom trip feels like this but this trip I was like why was I spending so much time moralizing about like is this good or bad for me to make money is this good or bad for me to do this is this and like when we reach that moment which I don't know obviously I was just on mushrooms and it felt like I was dying I don't know what real death is gonna feel like but when it was happening, I was like, nothing else matters. <laughs> nothing matters at this point. At this point that you're going to move on to wherever the fuck we move on to. It was just this feeling of like, I should have, I should have been bolder. Honestly, is what the thought was that I had is like, I was not dimming my light, but like, I wasn't letting myself fully want everything that I want. I wasn't letting myself fully claim that and like chase after that and not be ashamed to chase after that and it was interesting to feel it was it was both sides of the feelings because when I was like oh I'm not having my CEO slumber party I was maybe a little bit relieved it is a stressful thing to take on a retreat is stressful like it's the most stressful thing I do in my business it's also the most rewarding it's the most fun anytime I've had one like I cry talking about it after because I love it so so much um so there was a little bit of a relief of like okay well I guess I don't have to you know stress about that if it's not real but then there was like this like deep pain of like I was really excited about that thing and same with like thinking about like and it's so dumb that this was one of the things I think about but I was like okay I never got to like build my dream house and I was like it's fine none of that matters but like it felt like it mattered in my soul like I was actually deeply sad about it in this space where it was like I was also sad about really important like relationships it's okay to like want to experience material things in this life, which I've always known, but this, this avoidance that I have in every area of my life, it's like, because I don't want, 
I'm afraid of not reaching it. <laughs> I'm afraid of not getting everything I want. So I just pretend like I don't really want anything. Like I'm like fine right now. And also, I probably don't do this a lot out loud. <laughs> like out loud, I'm very vocal about like, want whatever you want, do whatever you do. And I'm really good at telling other people to do that. But with me myself, I, I always am going back on for back and forth on like, is this right? Is this wrong? Or billionaires fucked up? Or the, like so much like moralizing it. And I still don't know exactly where I stand with that. But it just felt like when I was in this space, like I'm overthinking it all. I'm literally overthinking it all and me spinning my wheels, wondering if it's right or wrong for me to have vacation homes when other people don't have homes. That thought right there isn't giving those other people homes. Me deciding that I don't want to try to pursue having multiple homes isn't helping get homeless people off the streets. It's just keeping me small. It's keeping me out of like what I want to experience and making me think I'm a good person for like looping on that thought. So Anyways, I was fighting going to sleep because I literally thought I was going to die. Like I, and it wasn't even that I was going to die. It's just that everything was going to materialize. And I was just like, I mean, at one point I was like laughing (laughs) and I was like, this is so insane. It's all been fake. Like it's literally all been fake. And it was like so funny to me. But then also there was the times that I was crying and it, I was really at peace. Like, I was really not scared of dying. I was just really, really sad. And for some reason, that makes me want to cry right now. <laughs> but I was. I was just really sad. I was sad to lose all my people. I was really sad that they weren't real, which, of course, um, like, I was just sobbing. I can't. I have never sobbed that hard in my life. Never, ever. I mean, of course, because I thought everyone was dying. I thought everyone was dead. I thought everyone was never alive. So anyways, I ended up finally going to sleep. It was like I was dying. Like I laid down and I was like, it's time. Like it's all going to be okay. And I finally fell asleep and I woke up the next morning and it was like waking up. (laughs) Like I was shocked to wake up actually. Like genuinely I was shocked to wake up and I was so happy, so happy, and just so, I I felt like a new person in the way that I was like, because I mean, we all have our things that like we stress about in our business or stress about in our life. And sometimes you can wake up and be like, okay, I got to get working on this thing or get working on this thing. And I like woke up and I was like, I cannot wait to work on these things. And like these things that have stressed me out, first of all, they're not that big of a deal. (laughs) A deadline of one or two days missing it or whatever is not that big of a deal. So that was something. But then I was also just like, even the most stressful things I have in my life right now, which I have a very stress-free life. Like I actually have created a very stress-free life for myself. Even the most stressful thing in the world, like I was sad to lose that. I was sad to not have that challenge in my life anymore. Um, and so anyways, I just woke up. I feel like I have this secret. Like I literally, it's the weirdest feeling. Maybe that's like why I feel like I want to share it, but I feel like I've like cracked this code and I don't even know what the code is. Like, but walking around, you know, when you like get a new haircut, (laughs) I haven't had like that type of transformation in a while, but if you like dye your hair a different crazy color or you cut off a bunch or whatever and you're walking around and you feel like you have this secret of like 
no one knows that I cut my hair, but like I look so cute and you're kind of waiting for people to like tell you that you look good. You're wondering if they're going to because you're just like you're excited about it. That's how I feel about my experience. Like I just feel like I'm walking around with like this massive secret of I don't know how happy I am to be alive and I don't feel that normally. I really don't feel that normally. Um, I get excited about things and like my excitement, I feel like it gives me that like uh, that will to live, but I have to find that will to live. It's like not inherent and it's never been inherent for me. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I remember I literally have this memory of being born and like looking up at like the bright light and being like shocked by the light and then being like I don't want to be here I literally can remember that um and I like cried the entire first year of being born my my mom said that I would not stop I would maybe stop crying for five minutes and that that's when they would like get out the camera to take pictures of me but I cried my entire first year of my life and I feel like I've been crying internally just because it's like I feel really really tired um just like this overwhelming exhaustion. And I think that's why like this idea of freedom is something I've been searching for like so intensely and why like suicide has always been something that I've been like, cause I don't care about living. It, it has never, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this, but it's like, because I don't care, it's kind of nice <laughs> because I'm pretty fearless and I'm not afraid of death, which I think is a really good thing because I know a lot of people like live their lives in anxiety about that. Um, but because I've like never had that inherently, I feel like I've never really been like living, like fully living. And so I don't know, like it, it's a really big deal. I don't know how to tell you how different I feel inside. And it's not anything dramatic. Like, it's not like all of a sudden I woke up and was, like, singing, like, fucking Cinderella with the birds or whatever. Like, I, I wasn't, like, changed in who I am. It was just this feeling of, like, really wanting to live and being excited about my future. And that's crazy. That is really crazy. And, like... I just, I am kind of speechless still about the whole situation. I feel like I have a refined, or a refined, that's not the word I'm looking for, a restored sense of obsession with mushrooms. It's never been not an obsession, but feeling how different I felt, because I feel like before it was almost just like, it was giving me like mini bursts. Like I would wake up and I would feel excited. And then for a few weeks I would feel good. And then I would start to feel not so good. And so I would take some more. And so it was helping. It was definitely helping with like my overall depression. And, and I don't even know if I want to call it depression. Most of the time it's been kind of like apathy, like just like not caring. Um, and I can create care in myself. Like, that's the thing is I'm actually really good at creating excitement, getting myself over things. Like, I'm super, um, resourceful that way. Like, I, I'm good at pulling myself out of it. Um, but it's like, I just can't believe how different I feel. And I'm really excited to keep living. <laughs> And I'm not trying to be dramatic at all. Like, I I promise I'm okay. Well, I'm really okay right now. I'm, like, more than okay. But I don't know. I 
I hope this helps you somehow, even if it just, like, gives you the little push to try mushrooms. Like I said, I've never done, I mean, I did a guided group journey one time with mushrooms, um, but before then, I've just experimented with them on my own. I have never, even this experience, I wouldn't say it was scary. It was, it was jarring. It was super jarring, but I feel really comfortable in that space. And I don't know, maybe it's just because it's like, I must have a past life where I was like a mushroom troll or something (laughs) because I truly feel like it's like second nature to me. Like I know how to be in that space, how to show up in that space. I would never, unfortunately, I don't think I could ever be in a guide because I don't, I just like doing them on my own. I have, uh, I have recommendations for people who do guided journeys. I also have recommendations for where I get my mushrooms. Um, so anyways, if you're curious, even just starting with microdosing, the thing I like about mushrooms is I feel like they kick in pretty quickly. So you can take them like 20 minutes and then 20 minutes later, take some more. Um, don't do six grams the first time if you're by yourself. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, I don't think people really do six grams that often. Like, I don't know. I'm just so glad it happened. I, I want to spread the good word of mushrooms in like the least scary way possible and just like start experimenting with them if they call to you. Some people hate mushrooms. Some people, I would actually say a lot of people don't like mushrooms, but if there's even one person who listens to this and this inspires them to try them and it helps them and it helps them like gain a will to live like that sounds really really dramatic but I'm telling you I never had that before never in my entire life did I just have like an inherent excitement genuine excitement and not a stressed out excitement it's almost like before I had this this um I always thought I was gonna die early always 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 like it's been like a knowing that I'm like I'm gonna die early and I think it's just because I didn't really like living (laughs) I mean who knows maybe I'll like drop dead soon but I like really think it's because I was tired and I didn't really want to live for very much longer and so it's like everything I was doing I felt like I had to rush like I felt like I had to rush into this and be super successful early so I could get this house and get this whatever and it's like after that trip I feel like the biggest exhale of like no need to rush like it's all happening and it's all gonna happen because I'm deciding it's happening but I got a long life ahead of me (laughs) I got a long life ahead of me and I have plenty of time to do whatever it is I want to do like there's there's no rush to make it happen um and also I am calling the shots like I get to decide what happens I get to decide what I create so anyways (laughs) that was my journey this weekend if you listen to this whole episode I love you um what things do I have going on right now well CEO slumber party is officially open for enrollment I'm so excited about that I also feel like I need to give this disclaimer like I'm the type of person that gets excited about things so when I've said like I'm so excited about something that's real like I can create excitement for other things like external things it's just that I haven't had this internal excitement for living ever but now I do (laughs) okay don't be worried about me my avoidant attachment style hates to feel like 
pitied. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. Um, so anyways, CEO slumber party is officially open for enrollment. We're almost halfway sold out, which is so exciting. We only have a few more shared rooms available. So you'll save it's $4,000 for a shared room, $5,000 for a private suite. Both the shared rooms and the private suites have their own bathrooms, which is really cool. I, probably should have my notes by me as I'm talking about this because I could read through like the workshops and everything that we're doing but I don't have them so just go check out the landing page it's beautiful I put all the information there or go check out my Instagram my highlight bubbles um it's gonna be so fun it's gonna be literally so fun I'm so excited I have like a few people coming to help out with random random things my astrologer slash coach is coming to teach a workshop on north and south nodes I have a few of my like favorite facilities facilitators who are going to be doing kind of I don't know I don't want to tell you anything yet I'm like kind of trying to keep some of the stuff a secret because I I mean I'll give like a week before the um the retreat a full schedule but there's just gonna be a few random surprises that you don't know about so super excited about that there's payment plans available obviously dm me if you have any questions about it or you can apply I'm really dedicated to only only having the people come that it's going to make sense for your business. So apply because it really will help me to know like if this makes sense for you. I'm not going to say yes if it doesn't make sense for you. I also am really dedicated to making sure the group who comes is like a group that is going to mesh well and what I really love about the people who have come so far who have signed up not one of them has the same business. Like literally all, I think there's eight or nine people so far, they all have completely different businesses, which I love because I think there's something so powerful. Like if we get in a room with 10 boutique owners, we're all going to bitch around. I mean, I'm not a boutique owner, but everybody's going to bitch around this, about the same stuff. Like, and it just becomes almost like a bitch fest. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not what I mean. It becomes like a pity party. And I don't think it always has to be that, but I also noticed that like, boutique owners are used to hearing the same advice but if you're a boutique owner and you're talking to a photographer and the photographer is somebody who shops at boutiques but doesn't have boutiques you're going to get a completely different advice than you get from your other boutique owner friends or from the boutique coach you work with or whatever so I'm super excited about it and oh no oh I almost panicked again because my my phone is doing this weird thing where it like when I'm talking, it, it doesn't show that I'm still recording. I was like, if this whole thing got deleted, anyways, I got to go. Technology is being weird. Um, I'm super excited about their tree. There is some exciting things coming. I'm doing a flash sale this week. So watch out for my Instagram for that. And I think that's it. I love you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me talk about weird stuff that like really doesn't have anything to do with each other. <laughs> But truly, like, I don't know, the creativity I feel on mushrooms, the productivity, like, I hate to be like, I don't believe that there's like one thing that's going to fix everything for you. And I did mushrooms once I, once I was super deep into like, I'd faced every single aspect of my shadow. Like I'd done so much healing work, so much meditation, so much hypnotherapy. Like I, I had dove deep already. And so I think maybe that's why they weren't scary to me because I was like, oh, I think, like, I hate myself. Cool. I already learned that in hypnotherapy two years ago, right? So it was, like, nothing was shocking to me. Um, I don't know if that's, like, the first place I would go if you've never done any sort of work like that, any sort of, like, inner work. Um, but if you have and you're looking for something to help you go deeper, 
could be fun to try. And I do feel like if I was to list like the top five things, I mean, I would maybe say it's, that's an interesting list to try to make. Like the five things that have changed your life the most. Um, I would probably say graphic design, number one. Number two, I would probably say mushrooms. (laughs) And if that's not on brand, then I don't know what is. Okay, I love you guys and I will talk to you soon. Bye!